Hello? My name's Will. And how do you think I feel? I feel pretty good. I knew that was going to be the first thing I said in this podcast for like the last 25 minutes as I've been setting everything up. I wondered if it was going to feel forced whenever I did it. I'm really not sure. I'm really not sure how it felt. I learned about a poem today. I learned about a poem by Alfonsina Storni, I believe is the proper name. And she was Argentinian. Well, nationality-wise, I think she was Swiss and Italian. But she lived most of her life in Argentina. And she's a famous poet in Argentina. And I'm like pulling it up as I say all this. Because I want to read the Spanish version. And I also want to read the English version. Alright, I don't speak Spanish. So my accent's probably going to suck and I'm probably going to pronounce a lot of these words wrong but here we go the title is Voy a Dormir Dientes de Flores Cofia de Rocio Manos de Hierbas Tu nodriza fine Ten me prestas Las sabanas Terosas Y el ledrono De muscas encardadas. I probably sound like a okay. This is this is well speaking. I probably sound like a freaking like a freaking uh, first grader or something. Anywho, voy a dormir. No drisa mía, acuéstame. Ponme una lampara a la cara berquera. Una constelación. La que te guste, todos son buenas, ajala un poquito. Déjame sola, oyes romper los brotes, te acuna un pi celeste desta arriba, y un parejo te traza unos compases. Para que olvides, gracias a un encargo, Si el ama nevemente por teléfono, le dices que no insista que he salido. And that's it. But it might have been originally written in English, I'm realizing now. Or no, wait, 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 no, it was initially written in Spanish. This is what it means in English. I'm going to sleep. Teeth of petals, bonnet of dew, handfuls of herbs, oh sweet nursemaid. Turn the earthly sheets down for me, 
and prepare my quilt of carded moss. I'm going to sleep. My nursemaid, lay me down. Put a lamp on the nightstand for me, or a constellation, whichever you'd like. Both are fine. Turn the lights down a bit. Now leave me alone and hear the buds break as you're rocked by a heavenly foot from above and a bird zigzags you a path so that you can forget. Thank you. Oh, a favor. If he calls again, tell him not to insist, for I've gone away. Hmm. The story behind it... The story behind it is that... Well, you know what? You can look up the story for yourself if you're interested. That's not the path I want to take in this train of thought. It's Alfonsina Storni, and the poem is called I'm Going to Sleep. Okay. Let's see. I'm pretty tired today. I'm pretty tired in this moment. Physically tired, I'd say. Not so much mentally tired. Physically tired because I've been root setting at a rock climbing gym. Which is really, really interesting. It's like a... It's kind of like songwriting for a body. Songwriting for a physical movement. You're basically trying to create these movements for people to do in order to get from the ground up to a certain spot on a wall. I really enjoy it. I really thoroughly enjoy it. It's something I could see myself doing for a long time. It's something I could see myself carrying with me for a while. Rock climbing is one of those things that I I can remember the first time I became aware of it. I remember being in maybe 10th grade and seeing a little bit of a competition on TV. And it really, really caught my attention. I just immediately was zoned into it. And I didn't kind of follow, I didn't follow through on it though, I didn't like go pursue it at all, and then I happened upon a YouTube video of a rock climbing competition in my adulthood, it was the same thing, I was like, this is amazing, like this is, this is super cool, I need to check this out, so then I went to a local gym and I checked it out, and I was like, I really like this, but it's kind of expensive, so then I went to another local gym and I was able to get a job there. So I was able to, you know, afford climbing, 
afford my fitness. And now, maybe a little bit over half a year later, I'm, I'm making routes. And it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I feel like everybody probably has certain things like that in their life. Does everybody have that? Do you have that? Does everybody have different things that they can just remember? Because I remember the same types of details about Brie, my partner. I remember, like, I remember the first time I became aware of her. And there are other people and other things I feel that way about. Just so strongly you automatically know as soon as you perceive it. This is going to be in my life for a long, long time. If not forever. Hmm. Is that what makes up an identity? I don't know. feel a pressure to say something lighthearted in this moment. I feel a pressure to kind of... Uh, I think that's more my mood, though, right? Like, it's... it's So, that pressure is me wanting myself... To be in a more playful mood. Me desiring that for myself. Because I haven't been for over a week now. I've been in a very... I don't want to say bad mood. I, I haven't been in a bad mood. But I've been in a very somber mood. From the music I've been listening to, to the artwork that's been appealing to me and catching my eye, like, I've been in a somber mood, and I'm kind of noticing it now. I'm stepping outside of that and perceiving it, and and I, is it? I don't I don't know if it's bad to be in a somber mood sometimes but perhaps I feel a pressure to make a joke Well I told myself already this podcast wasn't going to be me pretending to be something I'm not Except for the moments where I am. <laughs> 
pretending to be something I'm not for entertain for my own entertainment as much as for yours. <laughs> uh, well, there was a chuckle. <laughs> I'm not gonna act except for when I'm acting, okay? That's that's not confusing, right? That makes sense to everybody, right? Right? Okay, good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad we cleared that up. Hmm. <laughs> well. It, that may be enough. That realization may be enough for today. The realization that I have been in a somber mood and I have the desire in this moment to be a little bit more lighthearted for a period of time. I think I'm I think I'm ready to stop indulging. I'm ready to stop indulging in the somberness and indulging in the void, as some people would call it, like just staring into staring into space and drifting through intellectualizations, intellectualizations. What's the, what's the actual most annoying voice that I could talk in? I'm not talking about like, t like tone. I'm, I'm not talking about like, like, like just making something gross. I'm talking about more so like, like the tone that I started this podcast off with. Like, and how do you think I'm feeling? Like, like, if I talked like this all of the time, would I be incredibly difficult to interact with? Or would it just be entertaining? If I talked like this all the time, would I be incredibly difficult to communicate with? Or would it just be... Entertaining. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> I already know the answer to that. I don't think that would be entertaining for very long. Imagine if you were an actor. And your character was someone who talked a lot and talked like that. Like it would borderline make whatever you're watching unwatchable. I don't know that there would be a way to to get that to sound normal enough to... <laughs> Oh. 
and like two and a half hours of someone like actually having a lot of dialogue like that. But of course, as soon as I have that idea and as soon as I think, no, there's no way you could do that. Like it makes me want to figure out, makes me want to figure out how I could. Like what would be the scenario in which a main character could have that voice and have a lot of dialogue? Okay, so the first thing that pops into my head is the king's speech. But, you know, that's not the same thing. That's Colin Firth just kind of like... Stammering a little bit. But the tenor, the timbre of his voice... The timbre of his voice remains pleasant enough to engage with, you know? Mm. How would you do it? I really don't know. I really don't know. I don't know if that's something that I can just come up with on the spot. I think I would need a few collaborators on this one. I think I would need a few people to play in that headspace with me. I thought about Deadpool for some reason. I've never seen Deadpool. I thought about Deadpool. I think about Quentin Tarantino. These are all very loose associations, though. I think I associate them with just, like, something that's... That works super well, despite being grotesque. And the grotesqueness kind of, like, contributes to how how well it works. Oh, that sounded like King's Speech there for a second. To, to, to how well it works. I have... I mean, I, I grew up with a speech impediment. I grew up unable to say R's. It sneaks into my language every once in a while. Um, but, you know, if you can't talk right, I feel your pain. I do. Genuinely. I know it doesn't change what's in your brain. What's in your brain could be the key, the thing that I'm missing that's going to allow me to figure out how to talk like this as a main character in a film. Maybe it would be like an EQ thing. Maybe it would be technical. Maybe it would be... Maybe you would just have to, like, roll off certain frequencies. Just mix it nice, you know? So it's like a really ugly sound, but at least it's sitting in a spot that makes it feel... That would probably be it, actually. Now I now I have a pretty clear vision in my head. You could do, like, basically what a lot of hip-hop artists do with auto-tune. A lot of hip-hop artists will, like, set the auto-tune to a pitch that's kind of, like, not even really in key. And it, it grates against the rest of the melodies in the song, but... it I don't know, it just... It's like... It's like a... It... It, it just makes you feel different. It's like an altered headspace, kind of. And if you were going for that type of vibe with a movie, 
you could you could talk weird like that and you could couch it in the right place and it would be like kind of surreal but it would it would 100% work okay i feel a lot better than when i started this podcast isn't that interesting <laughs> hmm Well, I'm Will, I make music as PM Mirror, and that's worth giving a gander, if you've never gandered at it before. I reckon at this point in my podcasting career, pretty much anyone who would make it this far in a podcast knows about PM Mirror. I don't think anyone's randomly stumbling across these at this point. That's okay. Of course, it's okay. I went from somber to, ch- to I went from somber to chilling. <laughs> so, that's kind of a reward in enough. That's that's its own reward, rather. That that is its own reward. All right. I think that's all. That's that's all for now.